0: This is Gutterball. The Lebowski deep Cast. Like, oh, it's a heist movie. No, it's a stoner movie. In each episode,
1: Brad and Adam discuss a single minute of The
0: Big Lebowski.
1: They were teasing this movie in a way that made it seem like a heist.
0: Providing insight. His dance is just excellent. So graceful. Commentary. He shot it all on a green screen. You can't do a pick And conjecture. He has found himself in a world turned upside down. And now, <laughs> Gutterball. Hello, Adam. Hello, Bradley. How are you? I am great. How are you?
1: I'm so good. I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm late. I'm late and I'm sorry. I was frying right. Pieces of chicken.
0: That can sometimes take time.
1: You have to go in batches, Brad.
0: It's really easy to misunderestimate how long that would take.
1: You can de all day long. It's like, you only have a small pot of oil. And sure, it's at 340, 350, but you put three little strips of chicken in. Guess what? It drops down to 320, 310, 300. That's not an effective fry.
0: So then you have to go in like
1: little tiny portions.
0: Yep. Not the best. Or you, I guess you just need like a, a, such a huge amount of oil that it doesn't matter.
1: Right. Which is oh, why well, I throw have in there. Big ass turkey fryer, right? Yeah, But as much as I want to do it, for some reason, the women in the household won't let me bring the five gallons of liquid (laughs) hot oil into the kitchen and do it inside. Well, why can't you
0: just do it outside?
1: Well, that's inconvenient for me because I have to walk farther.
0: Oh, okay, Gotcha. Away from like the beer fridge. But don't you want to be outside like all all? uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's early. That's a good point, but it's getting darker now. Yeah, that's true. It, it sucks, s- man. I can't believe it. It
1: sucks bad. That really... I'm at work now, and it starts to be darker than it was. Mm,
0: I hate that. That's rough. That is that's, rough That's really rough. <sighs> In a couple more months, it'll be... Uh, Dark like, all, all day long, basically. It's only light at night. Pretty much, yeah. It's like... You know, it's like, oh, it's time to leave the office. It's pitch black, pitch black. Right. (laughs) It's it get light gets light at like
1: three o'clock in the morning. And by the time 10 o'clock a.m. rolls around, it's dark again. It's like you missed everything. You just live like a mole person.
0: Yeah, it was really beautiful here today, though. I don't know about where you are. It's beautiful here, too. But I just I sense it. Oh yeah, no, I know what you mean. That wasn't necessarily to, to rebut what we we're saying. It's okay. just, okay. I'm just trying to enjoy it while it's today. I did spend a you decent amount for. of time outside. I went for a, a uh, recreational slash fitness bike ride at work. all throughout. No, after I came home.
1: I was going to say, wow, like you do that during your lunch break. Like that's, that's commitment.
0: But even yeah, no, so, I could, never, gone, I could never, I can never, I can't do that like workout at lunch thing. Some people do that. Yeah, a lot of people do. I know a lot of people that do that. One of our listeners is even someone that does that. You know who you are. I'm giving you a shout out. I'll Thank just leave it at that. But well, uh, yeah,
1: you do know who you I, I was going to like, no. Thank you, listener, for inspiring us. But, uh, right? yeah, but
0: yeah, yeah I can't for whatever reason I can't do that that like hour lunch time is such a I don't know a time to decompress for me it's like I just need that in it's own way I don't know granted I but I do work out in the evening every day yeah if people I were just to kinda see say, you, screw you family I'm gonna go work <laughs> out for an hour right now sorry
1: well, you are, you do look like an NFL linebacker, basically. I'm getting it's there. It's terrifying. A giant, burly, beastly man. Yeah. Yes. Well, are you, you
0: do come and work out, though? Like you come home and work out sometimes? Um, usually, like, not like right when I come home, but some, sometime in the evening. It varies. After dinner, sometime. Like halfway between dinner and bedtime. Is this like weights? Do you like lift weights or something? Um, I, I use a combination of weights and various other. Uh, and then I use cardio activity. Like also. carcasses? You lift carcasses? Um, trees? Telephone walders. poles? Sure. All of that I, heavy I break shit. telephone poles in half.
1: <laughs> well, then one half in each arm. It's kind of cheating a little bit, if you ask me. But yeah, Jules... So we were at breakfast on Sunday morning and I mentioned your name, Brad. Okay. And we were in a, you know, a restaurant that had these high ceilings. The ceilings were, I shit you negative, like 14 feet tall, 15 feet tall. I don't know. I don't remember how it came up, but I mentioned you. So we'll probably get like a very angry, like, correction next week. Somebody's <laughs> going to like come slamming in and correct me for not getting the story right. I don't know how it came up, but Jules looked around when I mentioned your name. She's like, he's as tall as the ceiling. He's terrifying. <laughs> I'm like, Jules, I think you're. I think you're overdoing it there. I think your imagination's getting the best of you a little bit. He's he's not 14 and a half feet tall. In fact, the tallest man ever was 8 foot
0: 11 and a bit. Yeah, but Here. you have to also think of the perspective, right? <laughs> right,
1: because she if, was a tiny person.
0: If you're down there, well, one, her being a tiny person, not that tiny, but tinier last time she saw me, but even just... Your garden variety, like, 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 you're gonna be looking up, and it's kind of like using, like, a, it distorts the perspective. You know what I'm saying? It's like the it's fisherman like holding a fish to out to, to the lens. How high up there is that guy's head? It My looks God. like it's, it's perfectly up there with the ceiling. This is what anglers
1: do when they take pictures of their fish. They hold it out yep. to the lens to make it seem
0: bigger. So that's you're saying a similar so phenomenon. About this again is what you're saying.
1: Well, I'm just... Well,
0: you brought it up. a time loop. You but, brought it up. It's perspective. Yeah, yeah. Well, or it's a combination. I'm thinking more like it's also like if a bird flies overhead. You look up, you see the bird fly overhead. Like you have no idea how far away is that bird, Adam. You can't... There's nothing to... Well, unless there's... Is it, is it 10 feet high? Is it... Well, I'm 10 feet more. But is it 20 feet high?
1: Unless there's trees or buildings. 35 feet high? Or I have some, like, preconceived knowledge of, like, how big... Birds are, yeah, still hard to judge. Well, it's I, like I it's I like your a, pigeon. Uh, it's like your pigeon, your two-inch-tall pigeon, or whatever it was.
0: Oh well, yeah, yep. Or a, a guy uh, with a cigarette in a YouTube video. Either way, it's perspective. I had a hot air balloon fly overhead the other day. That was actually yesterday. I Instagrammed it. You know, what I, you can't tell why I did not Instagram and what didn't come out. It's like the thing went right overhead and it was very hard. Like I, like we were able to talk to the people in the hot air balloon.
1: <laughs> and know, I s- saw the picture that you sent. It didn't look like it was that close.
0: Well, that was after, cause again, it was far, you know, laterally. Horizontally, it was far away at that point. Right. Okay. But it did like I mean wait, it went, wait, went directly wait, hang on, over hang
1: our on, house. Hang on, what's the difference between horizontal and lateral?
0: <laughs> I don't Just know. clear
1: it up for me a little bit. You're, I don't know that I can. Okay,
0: I, I, I'm using those terms interchangeably in this. In this, uh, well, you like said it's, it, it's it, lateral to the earth is what I meant, I suppose. Well, think about it as like your eyeballs,
1: and they're the you know the x. We're going to talk about axes again, but. Your eyeballs have the x-axis going between them, the z-axis is going out away from you, and then the y-axis is going up into space and down towards the core of the Earth. So if you could explain it in those terms, I would. Well, that's have a better... assuming
0: that I'm standing straight up. It is, and even if you weren't, please There's pretend like you were
1: and describe it. X axis, -axis,
0: Z axis, all this jargon, man. I can't I can't keep up. (laughs) I'm not, you know, I'm not uh I'm I'm just not in your industry. You're not in the industry, I know. You don't know all the jargon.
1: (laughs) I get it. But the uh YP man, not an MP.
0: Bottom line was, I'm amazed that after my bad rendition, you knew what I was talking about. Yeah, it wasn't great, but it's like... It was really, I, it was really piss poor, I'll admit it, but Boom, you knew I what I was that doing. shit right away. Yeah. But, so, I,
1: I got a hot air balloon story. Let's hear it. I don't want to take too long with this, it's not that interesting. But, after my parents got divorced, my mom had this little apartment, like outside of Stroudsburg, and... Shh. It was on the second floor. It's a tiny, tiny little place. But when we would go there, you know, we we do the every other weekend thing. And the dinner on Wednesdays thing. Okay, that's nice. I didn't mind. I liked it. I thought it was great. My brother, he's a little older. He's pissed off all the time. But then we would sleep out in the living room area. Had a little pullout thing. Sleeping out there. And like the one morning, we were woken up by what? Sounded like a volcano erupting, Mm -hmm. perhaps within the home or just outside the home, and maybe some wild beasts, maybe running from the volcano or angered by the volcano and looking for something to kill. And we sprung out of bed and went eighteen inches to the window because it's small. And we didn't have to go very far because taking up the entire... You couldn't even see anything else was a fucking hot air
0: balloon. Like, right outside, like... Was this, like, a a high-rise, or were you just, like, on the first floor? It was
1: 20 feet off the ground. It was the second floor, but it was 20 feet off the ground. And I can only assume, looking back on that situation, that they had, like, terribly fucked up there's a huge field like maybe 500 yards away over there but they had like misjudged the wind or the something and it's like <laughs> they had almost yeah. like crashed into the home.
0: It's far <gasps> more of an art than a science getting around in one of those things. Right. I've right. learned that. <laughs> and it yeah. horrified me well, I it horrified everybody it's a terrible sound Cause i well that's what i just heard yesterday uh, we were i was driving home and coming down the one road on the way to our house kind of a main road there was you could i could see the balloon in in the distance okay you know and i'm with my son and i'm like oh check out the balloon and we're all hey that's cool there's a balloon out there you know he took my iphone was taking pictures of it then we you know, turn off one of the side roads, get to our house, pull in, and I guess I don't know. The combination of this wind, this thing must have been moving fast. It also took us some time to like get settled in the car. But we got out of the car in the garage. The garage door was still open, and but then there was that sound, so loud, so much louder than you think. Well, it's yeah. fucking fire, right? Yeah, like gas exploding, it's fire to like. Yeah, exactly. Lift that balloon off the ground. <laughs> right. We uh yeah, so we went out and there it was. Coming coming for us. Came right overhead. Jesus. Went right over our house. Where was we forty
1: feet? Forty feet up? That's not very far up.
0: Nah, it had to be more than that. It's, it's really hard to judge. That's what got me right. on this whole topic. It was really hard to judge because I've been thinking about it trying to There's figure out what's probably like... Two hundred feet, but it seemed like forty. No, nah, well, it was nowhere near two hundred. What well, seemed like fifteen, but it was probably two hundred. Yeah, it wasn't two hundred. Like I said, like we could hear the people in there talking. We talked to them. We're like, hey, waving. They're like, hi. You could hear them. I don't know. You, I mean, granted, two hundred feet, you might be able to do that. There's nothing. It's clear line of sight. Everything right. else. It's a quiet but night. Quiet. Evening. It wasn't like you could clearly see the people. It, it was. It was a lot less than two hundred. It was less than 100. I might be able to stretch it and say it seemed like 40, but it was really 90.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: I might be able to accept that. I don't think it was that anywhere near that high. Right. But I might be able to accept that. I can't accept 200. That's your
1: upper limit. That's as far as you're willing to go with that.
0: Of course, we're going to find out. It was actually like 500 feet after this right. conversation. Half a mile. <laughs> Thanks.
1: Well, where were they going? Were they landing somewhere close by? I don't think so. They just kept on trucking by. Why would they be 40 feet above your home, like scraping the
0: tops of homes as they're maybe b- they ballooning around? They couldn't. Uh, maybe. I don't know. That's a good question. And I can't even. Maybe they were coming in for a landing. Eventually, I don't know. Maybe you know, a mile away or less, they were landing in some some sort of field or something. Possible. I guess I really don't know. I didn't see any evidence of them landing. They went, you know, past the house, past the yard, past the tree line there, and then kind of disappeared. Uh, Jesus, man. I you know it's a.
1: Really upsetting experience if you're not ready. So at least you had the benefit of like seeing it out in right. the distance.
0: Oh, and I've heard it once before, too. Really? I was out walking in the game lands on these trails. You walk in heard, game lands? I used to. I used to live right when across was the street from them. Like... You, when was this? Yeah. This was like okay. uh, 10... Ten years ago. Now I know you between used to 10 live ten and twelve years ago. Okay. This okay, I know you used to
1: live in this place yeah it was kind of on the edges of things. Yes. That's when you lived in that place, right?
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do I it know th- I know this
1: kind of place, right? It was an apartment
0: building. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But aside okay. there, but across the street was these game lands. It was really nice. We what had a game of What kind of game were in these lands? In. I don't know. It was just there's PA game lands. I don't know. Do you ever see any game? Mm, uh, yeah, there
1: was some... I've seen some game in there, actually. Because you know there's this uh, rumor that the the lions, the mountain lions, may have returned. Once in a while, you hear a little story. I, ha- I haven't heard that. Yeah. They insist. The game commission insists that it's not true, but people claim to have seen them creeping back in.
0: Hmm, well... I, my first reaction is to be, to think that is good because I like yeah I like species games. to not go extinct and to Absolutely. nature to cram Then, you know. Then you yeah. have the Louis CK, like you're going to work and it's exactly. like, let's try not to get eaten. Exactly. That's, that's, that's then my second thought. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it would be great to be out in the game lands walking my dog and then, oh, look, there's a lion. That's nice.
1: A cat. Angry cat. Except it weighs 200 pounds.
0: Fuck. Yeah, that's not good. No, cats are assholes. I mean, my 15-pound cat could almost take me out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wait, that is, that's is—that's not the same cat, is it?
0: Um. Well, I've had... Is that, I've is have, that the I've, cat? I have, I have several cats, but yeah, the same cats, you know. Really? And the mean cat that's still here, That yeah. mean
1: cat is still there?
0: Yeah. How old is that cat? 15, 16? No, nowhere near that old. We. you got to be she, kidding me. She's only, um,
1: I guess, 12. I got a cat that's 14, for Pete's sake.
0: Kitty is well, 14. You, well, you must have got her two years before we got Marlo, or you got huh. her. She was older.
1: Interesting. Well, she was a kitten, so. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that cat's always been extremely mean. A little little jumpy.
0: Yeah, jumpy. Not, I don't, I think she's still maybe just as mean. But less jumpy. She has the potential to be just as mean, but doesn't go looking for the fight quite as much.
1: Cat comes out of the blue like that. That doesn't happen as much.
0: Yeah, it doesn't really happen. That's good. What happens is if the cat, so the the, the cat is very curious, as we know cats are want to be. If you come, if a visitor sometimes comes to it the doesn't house, end well for them, The cat will come come okay. to check out this visitor. like there's not fear. there's like, oh, wait, "Hey, hello. look, there's hey, someone here. Up? I want to go say hi," and seems very innocent and we'll even for a while meow and rub their, her head on you like, "Oh, look, I like you," But then at some point realizes wait i have no idea who the hell this person is why am i why why am i why is my head touching them what the hell is going on like reality suddenly strikes and it's just freaks out what the fuck ah! <laughs> you know and that's where you know a claw might fly a little you know claw actually might have a little a, toothy jumps business. away a little something yeah it's like wait a minute what the half right <laughs> <laughs> something like that, so it's a weird, yeah, there's a little bit of a ribbons a, of flesh screw loose or something rivers there, of but, blood, uh, yeah, An autobiography by Marlo, the cat. But what yeah so what I would say is she tends to m- might she tends to not necessarily she's she she'll kind of I think she's kind of learned wait a minute, I don't actually like strangers. I'll stay over here a little bit. She tends to do that. She doesn't do that to you people. No, she's fine with us. Hmm. And,
1: and it's it's just strangers. It even from the get-go, from the very first day?
0: Um, when, yeah, when we first got her, she was a little kitten. And she didn't really have any instinct to hurt any, anything. Like She, she did, had really. a couple moments.
1: I remember when you first got her. She had a couple moments, like, freaking out, like, feral, like, insane, like, batshit insane. Like, out of nowhere.
0: Even as a teeny little as a teeny with little kid eyes? Yeah.
1: No, where I don't remember where that. it like she couldn't really hurt you, you know. Right. She had these adorable little claws and teeth that couldn't couldn't even really break the skin yet. But you'd be like, oh, petting her and then she'd be just be like, I'm fucking insane. Uh, which yeah, wasn't which that. wasn't have crazy well because kittens kind of do that you know they'll play and swat right. and kind of bite at you a little bit but she was like she would go from like playing and swatting to like now i w- want to end you even back then it, yeah, yeah it was crazy
0: yeah that is the thing she has that switch oh i'm playing i'm cool we're doing the thing and then all of a sudden it's like yeah no i need to end you <laughs> I need to end, at the very least, I need to end this. This thing that's happening must end in blood immediately. But uh, I'm not saying it still doesn't happen. Like, if if you you come over, a visitor comes over, you want to, and she comes around, you want to just be like, yes.
1: My mom's cat is like that. So, my mom's cat has bit her deeply. Like, just like, two, two days? No, like, maybe a week ago. Like, deep. We had to, like, with alcohol and like mm-hmm. hydrogen peroxide and like really four huge like puncture wounds the cats bit me the cats bit my brother the cats bit my grandmother the cat has bit like everybody it's a fucking insane cat but when the cat bit me my mom lives in a basement apartment in our house I went down there and the cat I'm always a little like hesitant with the cat because I know the cat's unstable and you don't really like do much but the cat you know once in a while it's nice right and the cat comes toot, 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 down the hallway it's like coming towards me not in an aggressive way just like oh someone's down here oh I get to hang out and have some attention and some affection I'm like oh okay it's like meow and like kind of like jumps up not jumps up but like lifts up and puts its front paws, like by my knee, like, oh, oh, give me some, give me some affection, oh, oh, look at me, I'm like, meow, meow, um, okay, I guess I will pet you because you've gone out of your way to indicate that I would like some affection, so I reach down to pet the cat's head, I do like one pet, and then in a blur, it just reaches around and BAM! Just like latches into my thumb, meets Brad. Uh, the same place where I had the wound. Bam! And like, without even thinking, I just like <laughs> my right leg. It was like it was on a hint. It was like a um, spring loaded spring. Bam! And I just kicked the fucking cat and it went like six feet into the thing. I immediately felt bad but it's like i i didn't even it, it just happened it's like it well, latched in with its teeth embedded in my meat and my foot just kicked out and it's just right there right <sighs> there. <sighs> I'm like you fuck and it has bit every member of this family <sighs> even yeah. my grandmother you've met my grandmother oh yeah bit her one time it's a shame oh kitty i need to move this blind <laughs> Bitter. The good news is that cat's going to die soon. Sorry, Mom. I know you're listening. Jesus. Okay. Sorry about your pet. It's a shame. It's a shame that that's going to happen. You know what else is a shame? The dude has no frame of reference for Knox Harrington. Should we play the minute? I mean, we've done yeah, let's this do is it. too
0: long. We didn't. Uh, hey. We need a little, a little bit of patter to lead in. 25 minutes It's a good way to start. <laughs> a little
1: bit of patter.
0: <laughs> let's just, come on. Let's get down to business. Let's do it. All right. Let's get down to brass tax. Oh, don't say that kind of thing. What was the tax on brass anyway? Was it like high? Is that why they have that expression? Get down. I feel like this is. Or was brass? They didn't. Maybe they did tax. Maybe they didn't like tax brass in the let's Revolutionary get, War or something. Like, down it's like the down. one thing England didn't tax, so brass tax. I don't know. I never it, understood it would that be expression.
1: More important, we live in the age of information, though. At this point, so
0: I think it might yeah. be pretty easy. Well, let's let's just make a note. We've done enough. We'll come back to it. Let's play the minute.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Should we be back in a minute. Sit down. Do you want a drink? Yeah, sure. White Russian? The bar's over there.
0: So what do you do, Lebowski? Who the fuck are you, man? (laughs) Just a friend of Marty's. Yeah, the friend with a cleft asshole? (laughs) What do you do? Oh, nothing much. (laughs) Hello, Jeffrey. Hello. Yeah, how are you? Um, Listen, Maude, i got to uh,
1: tender my resignation or whatever because it looks like your mother really was kidnapped after all.
0: She most certainly was not. Hey, man, why don't you fucking listen occasionally, you might learn something. Now,
1: I got... Please don't call her my mother. (laughs) Are we ready to come back? Let's do it. Are we back yet? I'm not sure. I don't think so. Let's come back now. 2940. Okay. (laughs) Alright. We're back! Yeah. Smooth transition there. Hmm. We are radio professionals Mmm. Mm, mm. Well, <laughs> So what do you do, Lebowski? It's Lebowski. Lebowski. He's got these ages Stubbs barbecue sauce. That's what he's doing, like Lebowski. He's got these ages happening. He's doing it on purpose because he does it a second time in this minute, Brad. Do you hear it yet? You're very resistant to this.
0: Lebowski. No, it wasn't that right. No, I hear it. Yeah, he's doing it, right? Yeah. And he does it again. He definitely has his own take on the enunciation of Lebowski.
1: Lebowski.
0: When I, so when I say he... Lebowski. I mean Knox
1: Harrington, the video artist.
0: Yes. Of course we don't find that out. That's the reveal, right? Because the dude is like cuz he asked the the dude what he does and then so the dude turns it back and is like, "So what do you do?" and he's like, "Oh, nothing much." And giggles. Cuz the dude is like some chump that doesn't realize he's in the presence of a video artist.
1: Or does Knox Harrington, is he like being pretty fucking self-aware and realize that as a matter of fact, a video artist doesn't actually do too much?
0: <laughs> well, I don't I mean, to one, so I'm not ready to knock video artists. Okay, but the Coen the brothers whole, are
1: in some ways video artists, so they may be doing this on purpose.
0: Yes. Well, I don't... I, don't th- I think there's definitely a difference between <laughs> a, a video filmmaker. artist okay. and a, a filmmaker. Yeah, Fine. A maker
1: I, of I, films, not like our friend Simon Tarr.
0: Yes. Well, I think Simon straddles both worlds. He does. He's got a
1: leg up on either side. He does. That's an awkward kind of position. a weird to be stance.
0: Yeah. But... Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't think he's he's in any way referencing the fact that he doesn't do a whole lot. You think, think. he's just belittling the dude in some way? Well, I, it's hard to read. I don't know how much it is belittling him or perhaps even being like, you wouldn't even understand what I do. I'm not even going to try. I'm, you know, I'm, I don't know. Like if you tried to
1: explain your job to my grandmother. right. Or try to
0: explain this podcast. I'm a podcaster.
1: <laughs> yes, where you know I talk that,
0: about the Big Lebowski you minute know what's by minute.
1: Weird about that. It's actually becoming easier and easier to explain that because it's our our grandparents in particular might ex, or understand it better than our children that's or true. spouses or parents because they've grew up in a world of radio and right. we're going back to a world of radio, Brad. in in a Uh, way well i texted this to you but this is very strange and it's because we have a little radio in our pockets now everybody does well back in oh seven like not everybody had a little radio in their pocket and there wasn't the means to produce a radio show that everybody could access from the radio in their pocket right now there is and they've come back it's so crazy
0: It is crazy. If I had to explain what we do, I would be like, it's like we produce a radio show that no one listens to.
1: (laughs) Anyone that wants to can produce a radio show. Anybody can produce a radio show. Nobody has to listen to it. And
0: so this is like unless you're. Yeah. Eighty six point
1: three (laughs) a.m. Or no, it's like, yeah. Eleven, ten a.m. On your but AM dial, it's
0: not like you're even that right because that already right there was already a scarcity. You had a built-in audience if you got on eleven ten AM. I'm or just like saying the that doesn't exist, channel
1: right? Or maybe it does. I was trying to do something that didn't actually exist oh, on the spectrum. You know? yeah, inaccessible. Yeah, it's like that, completely like you need inaccessible. A, uh... Like a special tuner that you had to order from the uh, Boys Life magazine on the back cover. You get the special tuner, and then you can go to 11, 10 a.m. or something.
0: Or it's like a radio show. Except American. you like record it onto a tape, and if you sent a self-addressed stamp envelope to this address, we'll send you the tape back. <laughs> right. Or you hide it a copy in the of mulch. Our radio program on it.
1: Or you hide it in the mulch at south of the border, and if you <laughs> happen to be like rooting your hand around in the dirt next to Pedro's That's big hat, probably the
0: best analogy. Then you'll find it, and then you can listen because to it. Because it is out there in the mulch out of the world. Yeah, it's out and, there. And occasionally someone is rummaging their hand through and might notice it. Well, that was a legitimate concern I had.
1: Now, somebody might come and rummage their hand through the mulch. It was only because you were two hours behind me that I was willing to leave it there, because... Is that all that it was, two hours? It was not I thought it was hours. a whole day. No, I think you would like it to be a whole day, but I don't think it was. Boy, if it was a whole day, I would never would have agreed to that. Absolutely not. Brad, we are talking about things (laughs) that we've talked
0: about it before, kind of. Have we? We've talked about it, but probably in the same cryptic way that no one can understand. Let's just,
1: come on. Let's. I got things to talk about
0: here. Yes. All I right. Let's get back to the hot air balloons and
1: game lands. Oh, you wanted to. Oh, big Lebowski. All right. Here's, here's my, it's not chronological and I don't give a shit. This is my biggest problem is that he makes this white Russian and he puts the fucking powdered creamer in it and since this is the second time he's doing it they don't even it's like he's already done it once so we can kind of breeze over the fact that he's putting powdered creamer in his vodka ice and kalua drink so he does like six to eight chink 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 with his little (laughs) stirrer sippy straw and then it's when he comes around and approaches Knox Harrington, and Maud, like it's completely dissolved and looks like a beautiful white Russian, it's like they really play fast and loose with the dissolving creamer in an icy, cold liquid, which doesn't happen. You must make the slurry you have to have the powdered you have to have the dry ingredients, and then put just a little bit of liquid in, mix it around, make a slurry, and then you can go ahead. Go the fuck ahead and put whatever liquid you want in. But he pours all the liquid and then just goes thump, thump, thump. And the sound design is beautiful. Because they keep cutting back to him. They cut to him with his finger on the cardboard creamer cylinder. Thump, thump, thump. Thump, thump, thump. And then they cut to Knox. And then they cut back to the... Thump, thump, thump. Thump, thump, thump. That's never going to dissolve in three seconds. I hate this always irritated me, and they do it even worse this time. But why why f- focus on it? Why even give that any time, <laughs> screen time? Like, screen time's valuable. So I get it, but it always is one of those things. <sighs> Maybe they should have had a little container, a half and half or something there for him. But
0: what would it be? It can't just be, like, sitting out, right? Well, sure it can. Or... Laura Fisk and would
1: I'm, really approve of that. Or maybe it's in the ice. You know, they have a bigger ice bucket and the little half and half an ice is bucket, just like sitting still, in the
0: ice. That's kind of far-fetched, I think. Like if it was in the middle of a party and you're setting out a spread or something, I could see it. But like just, oh yeah, there's a bar that just is out there. Okay,
1: I agree with you. Yes, that makes perfect sense. Except there's a bucket of ice there. Hmm... Ouch. An external bucket of ice that he's reaching his fingers into and making. Oh, that's right. You know? That is right. He's not going to the freezer and searching out the ice. No, it's just in an ice bucket, just sitting out, and it hasn't melted, which means it's been out, what, less than two hours, hour and a half? You couldn't have some half and half out for two hours? Sure you could. It's ultra-pasteurized. It's dead stuff. Like, it will go bad, but you can have it out for two hours.
0: Yeah, no. No, I would agree. So, yeah.
1: And now this so is mod. the second time he's been there, and you know he drinks white Russians. And you still got the creamer out. And what's the creamer for? Coffee? Why is it with all the alcohol?
0: Oh, it's just there for white
1: Russians. Jesus. Like, that's kind of an asshole. That's, that's a dick move, Brad. A creamer Russian, might... as I have called it. <laughs> Right. That's it. I like it. I always preferred the Cremora to the well, that's kind of stupid. To the generic brand stuff. But yeah, to be honest, I've never You've never used powdered creamer.
0: That's not true. Okay. I have, but I'm I was not, about to say not you much. say the craziest shit. Not that much though, not that often. Well I used to use it
1: quite often, but less often for coffee more often for hot chocolate. Like if you cut your hot Mm -hmm. chocolate with Cremora or Carnation non-dairy creamer, it really does give a nice little slick mouthfeel to that hot chocolate. It's pretty good, Brad. Pretty good. Do you know I once saw an installation by a video artist at uh, Penn State? See, I've given up trying to hide where I went to school. And I just don't no. care. No. I did, and it was something that sticks with me to this day.
0: And it literally was is. Was one of my pieces in it?
1: They weren't ready, Brad. Okay. I'm sorry. It was a piece by Bill... I don't even know how to pronounce his name. It's either Viola or Viola. I, w- I would like to say Viola. Bill Viola. B-I-O-L-A. Bill Viola. It was really cool. So it was at... What was that little museum there? It's like north side of campus.
0: The Palmer Museum of Palmer Art.
1: Museum of Art. Thank you. And our friend and colleague, Simon Tarr, took our class there. Because he taught the first film class i was ever in and we went over there and it was this installation where sort of like a round room i don't know if that makes sense round room does that make sense i'm not sure if you're that makes sense i'm
0: saying a round room all right
1: the cylinder a flat a squat cylinder of a room okay in the middle is basically a hd video board that you're looking at right but it's in the middle so if you imagine, like, it doesn't go side to side. You can you could walk around behind this video board if you wanted to, you know, on either okay. side, right? So it's right in the middle. And you walk in. It's dark. It's really dark. And it's this slow-mo time-lapse. One might call it a hyperlapse, which we'll have to get back to, I guess. Image of this man being slowly consumed by fire and lifting his arms up at his sides, but it took like five minutes or something. And the sound of the fire roaring was like a crescendo, like overtaking you and you're watching it. And the flames just engulf this body as he lifted his arms up. But over the course of five minutes, like it was really intense and the sound just kept getting worse and worse. And then it started over, and then he started out hands down at his sides, and then he started slowly catching on fire and lifting his arms up. And eventually, like, people started wandering around. Okay, I've seen that. To the other side, and then, holy shit, there's a screen on the other side. This side's a little less yellow. It's a little bluer. And it's somehow the same shot, and he starts out with his arms at his sides, they slowly lift them up and the sound starts crescendoing. But he's getting rained on. And then, until like he's lifting his arms up over his head in the Jesus posture, and he's just a deluge, just can barely see him. So it's like fire, water, heat, cold, video artist, Man. bread. this is what Knox harrington does that kind of shit my big beef with bill viola or viola's installation though i thought it would have been better if the sound he used for the fire and the water would have been the same sound but it was a different sound. Mm. Like he had a very distinct fire sound on the fireside, and a very distinct water sound on the water side.
0: Well, how, well, how did that, how did he, was there like this very directional sound? Well, there were
1: just speakers there. Like you could kind of hear what was going on over there, but they were, you know, closer to you on the okay. other side. So you could just hear it, but it's like, you could have used the same sound because they're very similar. It's a very raw. It's like a very visceral natural sort of like churning of nature that's going on there. Like you could have done the same sound, like split the difference between fire and water. And I thought that would have been cooler. I mean, if you're going to be a video artist doing installations, you might as well do that.
0: Right. It's, it's, it's certainly an option. Okay, that's all I can really say, buddy. I mean, without seeing it, but I mean, I'll definitely say what you're saying definitely sounds cool. I would prefer cooler, yeah. But it's also hard to second guess a bona fide video artist.
1: (laughs) Well, that's true, especially one with a cleft asshole.
0: Oh, you had to bring that up. (laughs) What does that mean, a cleft asshole? It means that he gets um. Roger in the, his back door. I don't know. I'm trying. Is that to what that right. means?
1: Yeah. Like he's, the dude is calling a, him a gay man.
0: Yeah. I, in essence. Yes.
1: I feel stupid. Um, what? I feel stupid. It's been like 16 years. I've been trying to figure out what that phrase meant.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I could, mean, cleft just cleft. means something that's like split apart, cleaved. Like, it's hit with an axe. Right. So. I thought it just meant he was uptight. Yeah.
1: I feel so stupid.
0: No, I mean, and the thing is that this actually kind of disturbs me a bit because, you know, the dude is supposed to be so cool and everything, but here he is kind of doing, like, a slur, a gay slur, kind of an anti-gay slur in a bit. Because with, I think, a, a combination of the phrase and his tone and everything else, right, he's kind of like... Trying to insult the guy
1: Yeah, he doesn't like this guy
0: Right He's pegged him
1: for a certain type of fella
0: Now, I mean, you could make the argument that in 1992 Especially in 1992, someone of, you know, the dude's age Also, you know, like that was just It might be somewhat realistic, right? That kind of language is more acceptable then than it is now Yeah, it was, you know, it was but at the same time, well, one, it kind of it's just it's just weird, right? Because it's in there. I feel like it's in there kind of casually, like they're not necessarily trying to make any kind of statement with it. Although every time I say something like that, you usually prove me wrong and convince <laughs> me of the in- extreme intentionality of everything. But uh, I
1: don't have it this time because I am caught unawares by this. Yeah. But uh yeah it just kind of it just kind of sucks
0: in a way i think because that does
1: kind of suck and i i didn't ever realize that's what was going on here jesus i feel stupid for it but your point about like you know everybody like when we were growing up you would throw around slurs (sighs) like nobody's business like cavalierly right like fag brad Everybody used to just say fag all the time. Like, without thinking about it. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. Oh, stop being a fag. That's stupid. That's awful. Like, now that's an aw- awful thing. So, I, th- I think you're right. Yeah. Like, this... Well, But this was 98, though. Well, it takes place know. in 92, but yeah, it came but, out in 98. Well, 91, so, I mean, it takes place in 91. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, 91. But, but yeah... it's uh, <laughs> But, you, uh, like, the, they've obviously thought about the political correctness and, like, the slurs, because that's all Walter does. He's, like, trying to find a new slur every time he opens his mouth. Like, this is intentional. Like, they are talking about this. But I don't, I don't understand why they would have the dude yeah. so cleft asshole well, I don't and the understand why is, they would
0: have to do do this. When Walter is doing it, I mean, making his slurs, it's always in a kind of part of his parade of buffoonery. Yeah. Whereas this is not part of a parade of buffoonery. It's really just kind of like a casual comment. Which is worse. Oh, it's definitely worse. <sighs> yeah, boy, that's
1: this is the first time where... Actually, don't like this movie a little bit.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it is unfortunate. I mean,
1: he's just assuming Knox Harrington is gay and then calling him out on it and like kind of insulting him for it is what's happening. Yeah. That is fucking unfortunate. Huh. And I never say, like, wow, I never yeah. <laughs> expected this to happen. Hmm. Shit. In essence, saying what?
0: Well, in essence, just saying like, you're gay. Right. You're acting gay. Right.
1: (laughs) Right. You you
0: appear very gay to me. You're a fag.
1: That's what he's saying. You're a
0: fag. Yeah. (sighs) I mean, not in so many words, but
1: I mean. He kind of is. A cleft asshole. Because I have a cleft chin. I should have known this. I have like a dent in my chin. Mm hmm. That's a clip like Harrison Ford has it, you know, so it's not all bad, but it's, it's like, it's been cleaved. It's been cleft in two. Boy, the magnitude of your own folly is revealed to you in a blinding flash sometimes. Hmm. So what do you take from this then? Just a sign of the times or is the dude kind of an asshole? Oh, the Should dude I not is say being
0: an asshole, right? He's being an asshole. He's, well, he's being an asshole to Knox. And granted, Knox.
1: Knox is kind of an asshole to him because he waits na- till the dude is like sitting, like performing well, yeah, the, the, the move thing. to sit down to say, bars over there.
0: Right. Yeah. And but not, then yeah, the and dude
1: was being an asshole to him first because he was expecting him to get up and make him a drink. Although he did ask if he wanted a drink.
0: Ah. Right. <sighs> Yeah. Well, and just the whole well, the dude's in a bad mood, right? Because he deals with with, with his uh, Johnson getting makes cut his, off. He makes the well, yeah, he's worried about his losing his Johnson. He's so he's making so he's kind of lashing out here at poor Knox. He's been lashing out a lot lately. He lashes out at Maude later on in the minute too. Which I thought was was interesting. Because weren't we saying something just last week how he's kinda like has uh you know, stars in his eyes for her. And he's kind like, of yeah. like oh, puppy totally. dog a little bit, but oh, here totally. he is, you know, maybe this is their first lover's quarrel. Well,
1: there's another the, well, dude. The romance
0: that's only happening in his head. There's another dude in her house. Yeah. Sitting there. Yeah. But he says, why don't you fucking listen? Occasionally you might learn something.
1: He's pissed at her. He's, she's got another dude sitting around in her house.
0: Maybe they, that's they, kiss. His, they kiss, Brad. Maybe that's his point of making that comment. Trying to feel out that he doesn't, uh, you know, what team he bats for. Just Can to make I please sure.
1: not be worried about you? Please confirm that you are gay. Right? Because that, that would be a big load off for him. Then he could have the stars in his eyes again for Maude and not have to worry about her having male suitors over.
0: Who, quite frankly, you know... Are much more in uh, mods, stratus, strata. Strati? Strati.
1: Strat. Meanwhile, he wasn't worried about the men in the uh, denim shorts and vests. The very svelte and cut men. Didn't care about them. It's only the intellectual he cares about.
0: Right. Well, they're more on
1: an equal footing. True. It would just be casual sex with the denim-laced thugs. Hmm. Boy, you really got me derailed here. I had a bunch of things to talk about, but this has sent my mind a reeling. Like the man and me. So when the dude, <laughs> I want to get back to Knox, kind of being an asshole. Yes. Gay or not, whatever he is. Whatever the dude thinks he is, he is an asshole. He's a dick because as he offers the dude a drink, right? Hey, do you want a drink? And dude is like, you know, he walks into Maude's apartment, kind of strolls in there. He's, you know, the last time she came flailing down out of the ceiling, spraying paint everywhere, completely naked. And that was traumatic enough. So he's like ready for anything. And it's kind of anticlimactic. Oh, there's Knox Harrington sitting there. So you're Lebowski. Yeah. Miles told told me all about you. Sit down. You want a drink? Like he offers a drink. If somebody walks into my house and I say, hey, do you want a drink? At least drink number one. I'm going to make them. I'm going to make them that drink. Yes. And then it's like, you want another one? The shit's over there. Knox knows this. He rolls around with high-class people. He's in mods loft, for God's sakes. He's a video artist. He knows how the social mores are supposed to be constructed. And he waits until the dude is in mid-sit, like propelling himself down like a grandfather into the chair. The bar over there. <laughs> he knows what he's doing there. He's like, get up and make it yourself, lazy fuck. I'm not waiting on you. And you can see the dude's like, really? Okay. I have to stand up and get my own free drink and make it myself. Jesus. But Knox is being a bit of an, bit of an asshole there. Don't you think this ever occurred? No, definitely.
0: Definitely. Am I way out of bounds? No, no, no. I mean, I don't know how much he was waiting for the dude to sit down as much as the dude just kind of, like, jumped really quickly into that whole thing.
1: He didn't jump too quickly. Maybe Nox saw him sitting down and tried to be like, oh, you're sitting down with the bars over there. I'm not making you a drink. I mean, I could get behind that rather than, like, intentionally waiting for him to sit down, I guess. Hmm. Hmm, well...
0: But it definitely, but just, I mean, yes, the fact that he sits down is kind of like to greater comedic effect, but without a doubt, whether he did sit down or not, it's still kind of an asshole thing to do. Right. And we're setting the stage here. It is for Knox because this is a telling character moment.
1: You don't say, do you want to drink? You say, if you want to drink the bars over there, you don't separate it by like eight seconds, you know? He, he's using information as currency and he's spending his currency in an effort to humiliate the dude. So in a way I can sort of understand the dude throwing this insult at him, I guess, because Knox pissed him off first.
0: Well, the dude is right in being um, angry, right? I think the choice of insult to hurl back is probably is is unfortunate it's unfortunate
1: it's unfortunate but yeah nox is not innocent in this whole back and forth here so here's here's a visual note for you yes and this is pretty cool i had to watch this a couple times to figure this out and this goes from this goes from like 62.13 to 62.25. So it's a 12 second long visual note. And this is right after the dude sits down and knocks his like bars over there. The dude is pissed. Right. He's like, ugh, I'm not pissed, like frustrated, a little like exasperated. Like, Jesus, you made me sit. I'm all comfortable. My legs coming up. I'm all nestled back into this chair. And now i got to get up and make my own drink. So that starts at like 6212, or 10212, however we are referring to that. He gets up. So we cut to a wide shot of Maud's loft. Knox is in the background in the chair. The dude is getting up out of his chair and walking towards us. Problem is, his, the, the path that he has to travel from his chair to the bar, and the bar is in the foreground. So the dude's gonna be walking directly towards the camera this whole time. He is going to be blocking Knox the whole time he's walking towards the bar. Well, what do you do? You're on a little dolly, and the camera moves slowly to the left, and while it's doing that, it's racking focus. So it was focused back on Knox and the dude. And then as the dude gets up, he's in focus and he walks closer to the camera and it starts moving to the left. They rack focus to the dude. He stops halfway between. Who the fuck are you, man? And now he walks all the way up right into the front of the camera and there, they have now rested. Like they didn't go too far. Like, a foot and a half, two feet over to the left. And they've racked focus. You can see Knox is completely out of focus. Now the dude is in focus. But had they not done that, the dude would have been completely blocking him. So what they've done is created a nice little, like, the dude is still talking to him, even though he's in the background and out of focus. But their faces are so close. Like, as far as screen geography is concerned. You know, when he turns and talks to him. Right. He's like right there. And it's beautiful. And that little like 18 inch move over to the left was a hell of a thing to engineer considering they could have just moved the chairs or something, you know? But they had a certain framing they liked when they were sitting down and a different framing they liked when the dude came forward and he was in the background. And it gave a little life to the scene. It gave a little like, movement and a little life to the camera and there's a whole thing where you don't necessarily like follow the action
0: but it's like right you're moving from one composition to the other
1: yeah and like how would your eye do this if you were kind of standing around like where would you be and your eye kind of naturally frames things like this sometimes i don't know that I'm gonna have to look it up I'll I'll send it to you there's this one there's a beautiful sort of like framing composition camera movement how they all sort of interlock and work together and House of Cards does this beautifully you know I think we talked about that but like they're not following the action they're following the story which seems like a subtle distinction but it can produce wildly different results you know and not everything follows the rules of third or rule of thirds and the um golden ratio like it doesn't have to be perfect right sometimes the the top of a character's head is in the middle of the screen you know but there's a doorway behind them or whatever right and i just think this is one of those moments where They're not perfectly lining every, although now that I'm looking at it, I might be completely wrong because actually it seems like the dude's eyes are on the top third and Knox is on the bottom third and they're a little bit on the left and right thirds, but it doesn't have to adhere to that all the time. You know, as long as it works with the story, it's okay. But you got to know when to break the rules, I guess, is my point. No, just break the rules all the time. Is that your motto, Brad? You just live on the edge, don't you?
0: Well, I mean, yes, you have to know when to break the rules. That's where I was kind of leading to this. Although I don't know that they are, right? I think they're being very conscientious of the rules here by moving this framing around, by going through all these contortions with the 18 inch move and everything else.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. It's a
1: lot of extra effort to get that little move to reframe it like that. A lot of extra effort. Yeah.
0: But also, imagine if they didn't. It would barely work.
1: It wouldn't work. It would be like the room.
0: Be worse than the room.
1: Maybe. Maybe. Because it wouldn't have Tommy Wiseau in it, for instance.
0: Tommy Wiseau is the dude. But he's like. He's, he's more of a Walter. No. Or a Donnie. I don't think
1: he's, he's the dude, but he's more like the dude that you might actually know in real life. Or maybe, yeah. Because the dude, the dude seems so cool. Like, oh, what's so cool about him? Well, he's an alcoholic. He's a stoner. He doesn't have a job. All he does is bowl. His house is filthy. Uh, he takes a lot of baths, so that's good. But he looks like a fucking bum. Curses a lot. <laughs> what is good about this man? Nothing, but Tommy was so he's his at least his character in the room I'm gathering is fairly motivated and has a good heart and wants to help people, right? Oh, yeah, so he's actually like more of the the dude that you might know. I don't know, who knows? I'm talking out of my proverbial
0: ass I'm So kinda... I have a sound note. this might be my first ever sound oh, note. shit,
1: I was just moving into audio notes. please do, sir there
0: you can hear a siren yes and i picked that up on my own on your own but it kind of like harmonizes with the music so it's weird like i don't know i've certainly never noticed it well before and it's not very it's very subtle i would say but it it is strange that you know for several seconds in there there's a siren Well, here's, I, yes, and good job,
1: sir, for catching that. But I'm going to add something to that. I did notice the siren, but I didn't write it down. I wrote something else down. I also noticed the music. So this is an interesting, like, nexus of many different sounds going on. But the one that I chose to write down was not a siren and not a music note. It was, and this happens right at 6209, and it's just as the dude Okay, is
0: I heard this too.
1: ...crashing into the chair, and it's a screeching of tires.
0: Yes. Outside. Just So there's, there's some sort of commotion out there. A commotion. There's a siren, there's a screeching there's of there's tires. There's a screech, and then a and siren, right? Perhaps there was a car accident. right. And now the police are, are showing up onto the scene. And
1: within, what, 20 seconds, Maude shows up as if she has just pulled up outside in some sort of commotion. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So this is what I'm saying. These are my concerns, dude. Yeah. It's kind of interesting because you don't, like, you can hear... You can hear some traffic noise out there, and I think they did use wild track. Like they recorded, I think this space was quiet enough that they could use the actual dialogue from the actors. So you could hear it once in a while, like a bus going, per, per, maybe. But to have the siren and the Arr! deliberate screech like that, tires screech. And then Maude come up into the apartment. Something's going on.
0: Yeah, perhaps uh, you know she went and walked out. I need this mannequin.
1: Maybe she stole this mannequin because she comes in with like a half a naked female mannequin body. Maybe she stole it from a department store.
0: Maybe she grabbed it off the back of a truck. Hence all the commotion.
1: I don't know. I don't know. It's a little... I have no answers for it. I am merely pointing it out.
0: Yes. But she does... I think it is worth noting. She does bring... We commented on all the mannequin bodies last time. She does bring a bunch of mannequin. And now she's got another one. Another one. She immediately starts putting a bra on it. (laughs)
1: Does she? I did not notice that.
0: Yes. Is that in this minute? Um... Or did you cheat again? I guess it's a cheat. It's like by just the several seconds... But yes. All right. I mean, is it a cheat? You can see her fussing with it in the background, but it's kind of out of focus. You're not sure what's going on fully until like one second into the next minute. And it's revealed that, yes, she is putting a bra on this mannequin.
1: I mean, that mannequin has some nice tits, man. Seriously. They're pretty. Oh, no, I see what you're talking about. She is like putting something up.
0: Okay. If you look, well, this is we're gonna get into the next minute. Let's not do it. But the next minute, there's the shot, you see the mannequin. Well, why you you just said we weren't gonna get into it? Why are you getting into it? I'm just gonna get into it. Is it let's call it a teaser for next week, maybe, but (laughs) you can see that thing we talked about last week very clearly, that bizarre mannequin with the loopy arms and umbilical cord and everything. And it's pretty Crazy! Now that you can see it in much more detail.
1: Wait, what did you say? Loopy
0: umbilical cord? Loopy arms and an umbilical cord. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Loopy arms. Okay, like the arms just connect one to the other. I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, Knox has a little. I-, I will say this in defense of the dude, not in defense of the dude. There is no defending it. But Knox does have a little flirty eye flirt and considering we just got out of the last minute when the stranger was kind of like being a little possibly inappropriate with the dude, like at 62.02, two seconds into this minute, Knox is kind of giving him the up and down a little bit, like assessing the situation there. He does do that. Like right before we cut to the dude. But is
0: he assessing him sexually? Or is he assessing him as a? As, is he a threat? Combatant. I don't know. Maybe he's not actually gay, right? Maybe he really is. Um, well, Mod's I don't know that he significant is. Significant other. I don't know that he is. I mean, the actor here is playing him kind of. I would say. I don't know. Well, I want to say him he's kind of playing effeminate. him stereotypically.
1: He's playing him effeminate.
0: Yeah, like guess kind of a. I would say a stereotypical gay video artist. Right. We've all seen them, and when you watch a movie, you kind of look for these cues, right? because again, here's a movie with all these big bombastic characters, right, but right. they're also somewhat broad they're all broad yet subtle, and maybe that's part of what makes this movie so great.
1: Broad yet subtle
0: yeah, hmm. so it's kind of like I think in a movie when you see someone like Knox Harrington, I don't care what movie it is. it's just like, oh, here's shorthand for here's shorthand like, for gay. This is a shorthand that we're gonna we're letting you know right up front. This is a gay person,
1: right? Right, maybe that could very well. So, be So I right. mean,
0: whether he is or not,
1: well, that's kind I of think irrelevant. The cinematic,
0: like, the cinematic shorthand, like you said, yeah, is it, saying he's a it's, gay man. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, granted, movies can play with that expectation. Yeah, but you they, know, they don't by do that. Introducing <laughs> someone who you would think in any other movie would be gay. And then suddenly, Oh oh well, no, he's not actually, you well, can do like, that.
1: Kind of like in rock of ages when Alec Baldwin's approaching the bar and it's like, Hey, I said, girls drink free. And then the two girls turn around, but then it turns out, Brad, that they're actually men. Yeah. And they just have long feathered hair. How mm-hmm. dare you make that assumption that a man right. might be a girl or a girl might be a man or, a straight man might be gay. And then or later a gay man might be straight or anything
0: else. How dare Russell, you make that assumption? Yeah. yeah, and then later Russell Brand and Alec Baldwin are singing I love rock and roll into a hairbrush together. Yeah. You might think, Oh, that's kind of gay. That's kind of gay. They're very close. So they might almost kiss. And you're like, What? But then it's like, no, there's no reason that they're not gay. Well, they're oh, not wait a minute. Gay? Oh, wait a minute. What? Then they do, I can't fight this feeling anymore, and it's revealed they actually are gay. <gasps> Spoiler alert, Brad.
1: I can't believe you did that.
0: I, I, you what can about spoil the Rock of Ages at this point. It's past <laughs> the statute.
1: I, I don't think that it ever had a time when there was any concern. I was happy you watched concern. it, though. <laughs> so I did... I, I told you I watched that. Yep. You should Pretty have good. seen... Do you know when I search Rock of Ages and I go to the official site, it's got, like, animations and the preview comes up and there's all sorts of, like, I'm listening to it right now. Like, they're really into it still after all these years. I had to close the tab. Anything that plays sound immediately without me choosing to play sound, I block.
0: That movie, Brad. Ugh. Well, I have the next one for you to check out in your education. Oh, Jesus. Okay, go ahead. And Maybe you've seen this.
1: Guardians of the Galaxy. No. Because that movie, I could live in that reality for the rest of my life. I, I wanted to just watch it again immediately when it was over and just live there in the theater while it was playing and just be there with that.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Tremendous, tremendous flick.
1: Not everybody felt that way. In fact... Only my mother was even like, oh, I really enjoyed that. And she doesn't even like movies. She only likes podcasts about movies. Hmm. I loved it. it. I thought it was extraordinary. The writing was fantastic. And somebody mentioned that it was kind of Joss whedon And I could see that. But it I didn't mean, get
0: on my nerves. I wouldn't... I could see that, only that I think any kind of... Sci-fi fantasy thing that has like this eclectic cast. Well, with the. Joss like, Whedon kind of perfected that, right? But, so everything's going to kind of owe some debt to that in some Absolutely way. not. It's the, it's the sci-fi
1: with the eclectic cast with the non sequitur dialogue. That's what he pioneered.
0: Yeah. Which Guardians well,
1: of the Galaxy did really, really well, I thought. where these yes. like, it's building up and now it's like, there's a moment of like very human humor. Or something like a very human yes. moment, right? Usually comedic, but
0: yeah. Now Joss, yeah, now yeah, they they definitely add that comedy to it and that mix that I think worked very well in Avengers. Also that mix of like yeah the Avengers action, but then the joke, right? Right, and it kept you just totally entertained. It wasn't like so serious because the movie could have been so serious, like oh aliens are attacking the planet. We're like right. Let's have this Norse god and. <laughs> billionaire playboy like join forces to fight it could have been like yeah just horrible right but it i don't know but it's more than that because like michael bay does that shit too like in the transformers movies and it sucks yeah that sucks. like bad, so bad so right, he tr- like it's bad. like that same formula big action cataclysmic stuff and then a stupid joke but like it does not work one bit
1: okay but it's a stupid joke but it's not for a human because I don't think Michael Bay is a human being.
0: Yeah, I think part of it is it's not, not as human. That was mean. I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry, Mike. Yeah. I know he listens. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean that you're not a human. It's just you do very shiny things very well. Yeah. Thank you for that, yeah.
0: I guess. Yeah, it's not as human, and the joke. Yeah, you're not as... Yeah, not as human. That's just it. I can't really add to that. It's perfect. The the, the humor is not as human.
1: Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfectly evil. Nobody's perfectly good. And it's like you have these moments where it's like sometimes you say an awkward thing. But you... Yeah, I don't know. It's still not working. I don't know. It's just not as human. Fewer words, the better. The humor's not as human. You are correct, my friend. I'm writing it down. The humor is not... as... human. HUMOR. Humor... human. The human is not as humor. Alright, I think I have one other... When the dude gets up from the chair after he's forced to make his own drink... The jellies make this sound. When it's... because his feet... He plops down in, his feet come up in the air, and he's like, the bar's over there. And the feet immediately hit the ground, and it goes back up. you hear the plastic jellies hit the tile floor. Another audio note. You just hear it there. You know, it's like those disgusting
0: shoes. A plus. It's disgusting. A plus uh, foley work there.
1: Yeah, it's good. And obviously the tun-tun-tun of the um, Creamora non-dairy creamer, powdered creamer container it's very nice and that's all i got yeah i think we did a good job here yeoman's work my friend yeoman's work and we so curiously i looked back on our first episode ever of this podcast and august 9th did we really release an episode on august 9th 2012 could be not for it took a month to release the next one september 10th 2000 because i was looking forward to like saying oh it's the two-year anniversary but i think we missed that we missed it damn it well two years Two two years brad
0: two more years two years 60 what is this episode 63 63, 63 buddy it's not so that's bad. an average of uh, it's not too bad it's better than 0. 1 every episodes a week so
1: it's better than 1 every fortnight let's put it that way which if you would have said this is this is the litmus test for whether you're obsessed ex- 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 or not I would tw- say ex- ex- okay hmm Obowski lots of H's, Brad. Lots of H's. Alright, well let's put the shit
0: where it belongs. In the can. In the can. In the and John. We're gonna place the can on the John.
1: And
0: John. So then we'll take
1: the John. We'll put it in the septic
0: tank. The septic tanks travel across the ocean. <laughs> strapped down to the Ocean liner,
1: the Valdez, the Exxon Valdez. But it's not oil. Fecal matter? That's spilling out all over the
0: Don't. Ooh. <laughs> Next time on Gutterballs. Beep. You mean vagina? I mean, you know the guy.